0: Guide on Citizen Election Observation, Follow-Up and Advocacy. Chapter 1. Conceptual Framework. 8. Why Follow-Up? Democratic elections are a crucial moment of expression of civil and political rights embodied in international public law and state's constitutional and legal framework. In line with their international commitments, states have an obligation to take the necessary measures to give effect to human rights and individual freedoms. The extent to which states satisfy their commitment to the rule of law and fundamental democratic principles is a critical element under close public scrutiny during any given electoral process. Election observation serves as one of the existing instruments through which the political will of individual states to live up to their international election-related obligations is gauged. Civil society is a key pillar of any democratic society. It ought to serve a multiplicity of functions in partnership with various actors, including the country's decision, law, and policy makers. Key amongst these is to promote, defend and protect citizens' interests, aspirations, priorities and vision of their daily lives and common future. Hence, civil society advocates and lobbies for increased responsiveness and accountability of duty bearers tasked with serving and safeguarding public interests and the common good. In turn, Civil society should also endeavor to promote citizens' respect for the state and public institutions. In looking after the quality of the social contract between the leaders and the people civil society ought, in the end, to contribute to creating and nurturing constructive relations between the state, public institutions, and the citizenry. Several avenues are open to civil society in its pursuit of continuous respect by the political leadership for their commitments to the rule of law, human rights and human security and democratic governance. Observing and monitoring elections held at national, regional and local levels is one of those avenues. Civil society organizations, CSOs, can either individually or coalesce into loose networks or umbrellas to conduct independent and non-partisan election observation through a pool of individuals adequately trained and deployed for a period of time in specific locations of a country. Article 4 of the Declaration of Global Principles for Nonpartisan Election Observation and Monitoring by Citizen Organizations defines nonpartisan election observation and monitoring by citizen organizations as The mobilization of citizens in a politically neutral, impartial and non-discriminatory manner to exercise their right of participation in public affairs by witnessing and reporting on electoral developments through independent, systematic and comprehensive evaluation of legal frameworks, institutions, processes and the political environment related to elections, impartial, Accurate and timely analysis of findings, the characterization of the findings based on the highest ethical. Standards for impartiality and accuracy, the offering of appropriate recommendations for obtaining genuine democratic elections, and advocating for improvements in legal frameworks for elections, the implementation through electoral-related administration and removal of impediments to full citizen participation in electoral and political processes. The right of civil society to participate in national affairs through election observation is enshrined in the national legislation of almost all countries in Africa. Election observation by civic groups constitute one of the means by which citizens exercise their right to have a say in the manner in which they are governed by elected leaders. The Declaration of Global Principles, DOGP, for Nonpartisan Election Observation and Monitoring by Citizen organizations states that establishing an election process that is open to citizen examination is essential because citizens not only have the right to genuine elections, they have the right to know whether the election process provided an opportunity for free expression of the will of the electors and accurately recorded and honored the electors' will. For more than a decade citizen election observation has manifestly emerged as a widespread practice in Africa. Nonetheless, there are a few African countries where the right of citizens to participate in public affairs through observation of the electoral process is not catered for by the law. Owing to a variety of reasons citizen observer groups have for long not been able to adopt a systematized and comprehensive electoral cycle approach. However, civic groups have mounted different forms of short-term and long-term observation efforts across electoral cycles to contribute to the strengthening of electoral democracy in Africa. Through these election observation initiatives, citizen observer groups have identified shortcomings which pose a threat to the integrity of the electoral process and democratic consolidation. As stated in the preamble of the DOGP, contributing to the amelioration of electoral processes is one of the end goals of citizen election observation. To achieve this end goal, citizen observer groups, in their public statements and final report on the conduct of elections, issue recommendations based on flaws identified in phases observed during a given electoral process. Proposed by citizen and international observer groups, recommendations are practical remedial actions to be undertaken, individually and collectively, by key electoral stakeholders in the execution of their democracy support mandate. There are suggestions made, on the basis of fragilities and gaps noted by observer groups, in their assessment of either specific stages of a given electoral process or the entire electoral process. Recommendations are meant to inform national dialogue around reforms aimed at contributing to long-term democratic resilience. In this regard, election observers, on the basis of their recommendations, seek to support states in fulfilling their responsibility to live up to their international human rights commitments. The expansion of the practice attests to citizens' growing resolve to shape democracy-strengthening processes more broadly and national reform agenda more specifically. Though recommendations are propositions for consideration of law-policymakers and relevant stakeholders, if and when left unchecked, electrofragilities tend not only to persist but may also contribute to diluting a country's ongoing democratization efforts in the long run. Countries that do not address recommendations run the risk of being perceived as reneging on their human rights commitments. Electoral follow-up engagements offer citizen observer groups to promote compliance with review and reporting mechanisms established at the regional and international level. In line with the African Charter on Democracy, Elections and Governance, (ACTEG), African Union, AU, member states are required, every two years, to submit a report to the AU Commission on the Legislative or other relevant measures taken to meet commitments of the Charter. This review mechanism provides a window of opportunities for citizen electoral follow-up and advocacy actions. The review mechanism can be used by citizen observer groups to demonstrate AU member states' commitment, or lack thereof, to advancing political governance through adoption of electoral reforms. Non-submission or irregular submission of reports to the AU Commission can serve as an indicator of non-compliance by member states. Countries that do not address recommendations may fuel public suspicions of the state's intended role in the conduct of flawed elections. Unaddressed recommendations may negatively impact the public image of a country both at home and abroad. Furthermore, They may also affect a concerned country's relations with bilateral and multilateral partners with an interest in promoting and protecting human rights, possibly leading to restrictions on political cooperation, development assistance or international trade. Why follow up? If and when left unchecked, electoral fragilities tend not only to persist but also weaken a country's ongoing democratization efforts. Countries that do not address recommendations run the risk of being perceived as reneging on their human rights commitments. Unaddressed recommendations may negatively impact the public image of a country both at home and abroad. Countries that do not implement recommendations may fuel public suspicions of the state's intended role in flawed elections. Aid in promoting state's compliance with human rights reporting mechanisms. A country's relations with democracy promotion bilateral and multilateral partners may be at risk. Over the years and across electoral cycles, citizen and international observer groups alike have noted with growing concern a common tendency amongst observed countries either not to consider or not to fully implement electoral recommendations. On this backdrop, the community of observers reflected on the way forward. It is worth noting that although both the DOGP and the Declaration of Principles for International Observation DOP, clearly prescribe the issuing of appropriate recommendations for conducting genuine democratic elections and improving electoral and political processes, these instruments are currently silent on the necessary steps observer groups should take when states fall short of meeting their obligations as demonstrated in the recommendations. However, citizen election observer groups can base their electoral follow-up initiatives on a set of international and african human rights instruments in recent years there have been concerted efforts led by international observer groups with the support of citizen observer groups and electoral assistance providers to broaden the scope of election observation work and in turn to add a follow-up dimension to applied methodologies groups like the european union Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe, OSCE, AU, Economic Community of West African States, (ECOWAS), and Electoral Institute for Sustainable Democracy in Africa, EISA, have dispatched follow-up missions to several countries in Africa. These follow-up missions have taken various forms and shapes, including formal presentation of the final EOM report to the Election Management Body, EMB, and other stakeholders, post-election reviews, consultative meetings either held bilaterally or multilaterally, and post-election roundtables with election stakeholders. These interventions aid observer groups in discussing challenges related to the implementation of recommendations, exploring possible solutions, and offering support with implementation of recommendations. Follow-up initiatives of IOGs, Final EOM Report Presentation Post-Election Review Slash Roundtable Bilateral Slash Multilateral Meetings EOM Recommendations Validation Workshop Chapter 2 Developing a Database of EOM Recommendations How to Classify EOM Recommendations In line with the DOGP, citizen election observer groups issue recommendations based on gaps and shortcomings identified in the assessment of an election. Recommendations are meant to contribute to improving the quality of future democratic elections and to strengthening over the time the democratic resilience of a country. They are also meant to assist all the parties concerned to play a meaningful role in line with their mandate with a view to aiding the state as a whole to meet its international obligations related to the protection of human rights, the rule of law and ethical and accountable governance. Because the intention of observer groups is to bring about lasting change with intended and unintended consequences for the management of public affairs and the broader governance framework observer groups should exercise caution in the way they formulate recommendations. Special attention should be accorded to the quality of recommendations. Good quality recommendations will go a long way in prodding stakeholders into action and implementation of recommendations as reforms. Hence, election observers must strive to formulate recommendations that are specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and time-bound, SMART. SMART recommendations are 1. Linked to international-slash-regional benchmarks. Benchmarks relevant to proposed recommendations issued to address a specific shortcoming. 2. Clear Written in plain language for ease of understanding by all the parties interested in the proposed solutions. 3. Concise. Brief and well summarized. 4. Specific. Providing a proposed solution to a particular issue. 5. Implementable. Useful and practical action from a technical viewpoint as well as for the broader context within which such a recommendation is proposed. Observer groups, citizen and international alike, have offered many recommendations across electoral cycles. These proposed solutions are spelled out in the statements, press release and final reports. A database of recommendations is one of the practical tools that citizen observer groups need to consider as the basis of their follow-up and reform advocacy efforts. It is a resource where recommendations on various elections held in a specific country are consolidated and classified based on a set of criteria. The database can either be a basic reference document to be shared with all the electoral stakeholders or a digital repository made accessible to electoral stakeholders and any other interested parties. To create a database of EOM recommendation citizen observer groups need to categorize their recommendations systematically. Doing so will enable them to Monitor and track the implementation of recommendations in an effective manner. Inform advocacy strategies of civil society groups working on reforms. Document challenges faced by stakeholders with the implementation of recommendations. Offer concrete solutions to stakeholders for roadblocks to the reform process. Recommendations can be classified in different ways. They can be categorized by target stakeholder, by international slash regional standard, by electoral shortcoming identified, by thematic area of assessment, and by the timing of implementation. Categorizing Recommendations by Target Electoral Stakeholder Recommendations issued by citizen observer groups should be directed to specific electoral stakeholders such as the electoral authorities or parliament. In so doing observer groups conspicuously draw the attention of actors that have a mandate and the responsibility to take the necessary remedial actions to address shortcomings identified in the process. Furthermore, observer groups also need to indicate the kind of action required by the specific stakeholder. Such an approach allows observer groups to engage the right actor in the context of a follow-up action and or in the event that recommendations are either not implemented or partially implemented. In such instance, observer groups can lend support and, if possible, assist stakeholders in meeting challenges associated with implementation of pending recommendations. Categorizing recommendations by international-slash-regional standard linking a recommendation directly to a relevant principle not only helps observer groups to put their proposals in their context but it also aids in reminding stakeholders of the country's international commitments and obligations recommendations couched in international regional benchmarks will be regarded as devoid of subjective argument and political bias furthermore Electoral stakeholders might be more responsive to recommendations requiring tough legal change if relevant principles are pointed out in the proposed action. Categorizing recommendations by legal change required Citizen observer groups make recommendations that require amendments to the law. To further level the playing field observer groups may recommend public funding for the election campaign of contesting parties and candidates if the law does not make such a provision. Dependent on the scope of the legal change, such recommendations may trigger a fundamental shift in the balance of political power resulting in the reluctance of one side of the political divide. Recommendations requiring legal change are typically the ones that are either not or partially implemented by relevant stakeholders. Owing to the perceived challenges associated with legal changes civil society groups would need to proactively sustain their interactions with lawmakers and parliamentary political parties. Categorizing Recommendations by Electoral Shortcomings Based on their assessment, observer groups detect vulnerabilities in different areas of the electoral process. Categorizing Recommendations by Thematic Area of Assessment Various themes form part of an assessment of observer groups dependent on the methodology applied in a given electoral process. Classification based on thematic areas of assessment enables observer groups to determine what areas of the electoral process is needing more efforts from electoral stakeholders. Specialized civil society groups may also bring the focus to their area of intervention. For instance, If a group works specifically on money in politics, recommendations on political finance and campaign spendings would be the focus of their advocacy engagements. Another group working on access to information would prioritize recommendations related to civic and voter education, media freedom and the election campaign. Categorizing recommendations by timing of implementation. An election is a time-bound process with a set of interdependent activities. Observer groups must bear in mind that recommendations can lose relevance if and whenever they do not give due consideration to the timing of implementation of proposed recommendations. For this reason, it is critical that observer groups issue recommendations that are implementable either in the short term or medium term or long term. Special attention needs, for instance... To be paid to recommendations issued in between the first round and the runoff of an election conducted in a country with a majoritarian electoral system. Classification of EOM recommendations. Target electoral stakeholder. International slash regional benchmark. Thematic area of assessment. Timing of implementation. Electoral. Shortcoming identified chapter 3 developing a common position on thematic issues citizen observer groups issue recommendations that pertain to various thematic issues these recommendations deal with thematic issues from different angles based on the focus area of specific organizations Within the context of electoral follow-up and advocacy efforts, civil society groups can join forces and come together under the banner of a single platform to promote the implementation of their proposals by decision-makers. The platform can be a loose structure established wholly for the sake of bringing about change. The platform can either include citizen observer groups only or encompass citizen observer groups and other civil society organizations working in the field of political governance for maximum advocacy impact. The platform of civil society groups will compile all the recommendations issued by civil society organizations on the election. From the single list of recommendations, members of the platform should collectively identify and agree on a set of priority recommendations. What are priority recommendations? Deemed the most central for election integrity. With direct bearing on human rights. The most pressing because another election is forthcoming. With potential to single out anti-reform governments. With potential to keep momentum up on crucial electoral issues after the conclusion of an election. Reaching broad-based consensus on priority recommendations is critical if civil society intends to speak with one voice on reform issues with much bearing on election integrity. Priority recommendations will inform the development by civil society of a common position on key thematic issues as well as the design of advocacy strategies. Ideally, the platform should prioritize not more than 20 recommendations for all the thematic issues. Table of Priority Recommendations Thematic Issue Shortcoming Identified Proposed Recommendation Responsible Stakeholder Relevant National Legal Provision Relevant International Slash Regional Benchmark For the sake of effective election follow-up and reform advocacy, citizen observer groups and their peers within the broader civil society would endeavor to coordinate their efforts after the conclusion of an election. After the conclusion of an election, civil society groups may strategically keep the momentum on by avoiding, at all costs, running similar follow-up initiatives. It is therefore highly advisable that civil society groups engage themselves as well as any other actors with vested interests in the national reform agenda. Not more than three months after the conclusion of an election, and once there is consensus on priority recommendations, citizen observer groups should present or share the reference document containing their priority recommendations with stakeholders responsible for implementation. This endeavour would serve as one of many opportunities to flag out identified electoral vulnerabilities, to raise awareness of target stakeholders about priority recommendations and to engage stakeholders responsible for implementing specific recommendations on sweeping electoral reforms. Priority recommendations could be presented at a press conference. Due attention should be paid to the timing of the press conference to ensure that the event is not overshadowed by a major national event. Such an event would ideally be hosted to sustain the focus among the public, stakeholders, and development partners on the election process. Civil society groups can use such an event as a publicity stunt for their post-election follow-up engagements. Election Follow-Up Strategic Thinking Electoral Platform's Aims, Skills and Capacity Resource Mobilization Follow-up Initiative Design Sustainable Publicity and Visibility Developing a common position on thematic issues requires citizen observer groups to analyze priority recommendations. An analysis of these recommendations will help citizen observer groups to determine what is needed in their follow-up and advocacy efforts. During this exercise, citizen observer groups would also reflect on the following. Time frame. How much time is realistically needed for a specific priority recommendation to be implemented? Action required. What needs to be done for the implementation of a specific priority recommendation? Financial requirements. How much funding is needed for a specific follow-up action? Responsible stakeholder. Who has the decision-making slash lawmaking slash policy-making power to make a difference in the reform process? Pro-change actors. Who are your active and passive allies among the decision-makers and change influencers? Change resistant actors. Who are your active and passive opponents among the decision-makers and change influencers? Practical Example A Coalition of Citizen-Observer Missions in the DRC conduct joint advocacy based on priority recommendations. The DRC held long-awaited general elections in December 2018 and March, April 2019. These elections generated interest at home and abroad. As a result, the process drew several citizen and international observer groups. Key amongst the major citizen-observer missions were the Synergy of Citizen Election Observation Missions CIMISL, the Peace and Justice Commission CEJP, Act for Peaceful and Transparent Elections KETA, and Church of Christ in the Congo ECC. Each of these groups aimed to contribute to further improvement of electoral democracy in the DRC. They issued recommendations based on their respective findings. From May 2019 to March 2020, these groups worked together to harmonize their respective recommendations and identify joint-priority recommendations. On March 5, 2020, the four missions formalized their collaboration by establishing an electoral reform coalition. The groups came together under one umbrella to speak with one voice on proposed electoral reforms based on consensus-building and shared advocacy interests. The coalition shared its proposed election reforms with key election stakeholders. Coalition partners engaged government officials, leadership of political parties and groupings and development partners. The coalition also built links with CSOs that are not coalition members. They were also called upon to own recommendations harmonized by the coalition. As part of their advocacy efforts, the Coalition of Citizen Observer Missions regularly participated in the Proceedings of the Committee on Legal and Administrative Policies of the National Assembly. The coalition sought to provide its expertise to committee members on the relevance of required reforms related to its priority recommendations spelled out in civil society's reference document on electoral reforms in the DRC and the Elutandulad Bill. Chapter 4 Considerations for developing an advocacy strategy Before considering a strategy for an advocacy campaign what is meant by advocacy A targeted set of coordinated activities to influence policies and practices based on reliable and documented evidence aimed at a defined audience of decision makers A planned and organized attempt at policy change and to influence policies and practices a deliberate process of influencing those who make decisions about the change you want to see. Any advocacy campaign must be grounded in a clear and effective strategy. An advocacy strategy is essential as it give focus and direction to the initiative. It helps to design a plan of action with the greatest impact. Effective advocacy strategy must be Clear, concise and constant. Before developing an advocacy strategy, civil society groups need to pay due attention to the following. Advocacy Campaign Objectives Context Analysis Advocacy Campaign Results and Activities Risk Analysis and Management Advocacy Campaign Objectives Citizens' concerns and priorities do not always resonate with legal amendments and policy decisions made by those in charge. Advocacy brings the focus on these concerns and priorities based on a proposed set of actions. Advocacy is about changing opinions and perspectives of decision-makers for the greater good of society and a sustainable democratic project electoral reform platforms are typically comprised of cso's with various interests members are either networks of cso's or individual structures for the purpose of inclusivity organizations working on issues affecting marginalized vulnerable and minority groups must be associated in this endeavor the platform as a whole needs to be perceived to have the right electoral expertise and politically nonpartisan in addition to being widely representative. Priority recommendations will be turned into priority reform issues to be advocated for by a platform or coalition of CSOs. Priority electoral reforms need not single-handedly be promoted by one specific CSO. Change needs to be sought through collective and coordinated efforts of civil society. Following identification of the priority reforms the electoral platform needs to reflect and brainstorm on its objectives. The goals will determine the scope of any advocacy effort led by the electoral platform. To define their objectives civil society groups need to be clear about. Change makers. Vision of the change. Change implementation. Defining your goals. From the onset the electoral reform platform needs to set objectives of the initiative. Setting your goals forms part of the strategic planning required for electoral advocacy engagements. Electoral reform is by nature an unpredictable exercise due to its centrality in the political process and the interests at play. Joint agreement on the key goals of the advocacy campaign will promote coherence, a common vision within the platform and send the right signal to campaign supporters. Setting your goals means stating what the problem is. Problem statement will be informed by, what are the identified electoral vulnerabilities you are seeking to tackle? What are the underlying causes of the problems? What are the groups most affected by priority electoral issues? Who are the change-making institutions and officials engaged on priority issues? What is the overall socio-political context like? What are ongoing or previous advocacy initiatives carried out on these issues? What is the change hoped for that your campaign will contribute towards? The electoral reform platform needs to create and maintain links with other groups working directly and or indirectly on priority thematic issues. These groups might not be members of the platform. But building strategic solidarity partnerships with a wider network will help the platform in its efforts to mount pressure for change, particularly on change-resistant actors. Context Analysis Context Analysis provides valuable insights into the operating environment, which is to be impacted by tailored advocacy efforts. It provides the space to examine the political, social, and legal context within which advocacy will be undertaken and priority reforms implemented. Just as elections take place within a specific context so are electoral reforms promoted and passed within a given context. The context will affect advocacy efforts in more than one way. As part of the context analysis the electoral reform platform needs to establish the following. Is there an electoral reform process ongoing? Are political actors and other electoral stakeholders engaged in the ongoing reform process? Are inclusion issues on the agenda of the ongoing electoral reform process? The graphics below present a scenario building for consideration in the context analysis. Electoral reform process underway. Reform Promotion Activities by Civil Society in Support of Ongoing Process Civil Society Interactions with Other Electoral Stakeholders on Its Contribution to the Reform Process Political Will for Reform Direct Interactions with Relevant Actors to Support the Ongoing Reform Process No Political Will for Reform Civil Society Direct Interactions with Policymakers and Pressure Activities no ongoing electoral reform process. Civil society pressure activities at grassroots level. Civil society advocacy actions for an electoral reform process. CSOs advocate for reforms in open societies, closed political systems, transitional context, and post-conflict settings. The graphics offer information on the operating context, the type of electoral platform and engagements that these electoral reform platforms may consider as advocacy campaign. Open society. Political will for reform. Specialized platform with legal expertise. CSO involvement in the reform process. Direct interactions with several target stakeholders. Information Sharing on Advocacy Efforts Open Society No Political Will for Reform Grassroots Networks of CSOs and Think Tanks Public Awareness, Media and Grassroots Outreach Campaigns Target Political Actors and Institutions Bilateral Engagement on Priority Reform Agenda Issues Closed Society No Political Will for Reform Broad platform with different groups of CSOs and actors. Public awareness campaigns on electoral vulnerabilities and reform. Public outreach on new media and the internet. Transitional slash post-conflict setting. Transitional arrangements. Broad platform of different components of civil society. Long-term sensitization campaigns on inclusion, peace building and social cohesion. Direct, bilateral and multilateral engagements with transitional authorities. An analysis of the context also highlights obstacles in the electoral reform process. The electoral platform needs to reflect on the challenges and brainstorm on the way forward as part of strategic planning. The platform will endeavor to draw from past advocacy efforts and lessons learned from these experiences when thinking about the way forward. Challenges, narrow political environment, shrinking human rights space, absence of political will, prevailing competition between CSOs, weak CSO capacity, shortage of funds, donors competing priorities, advocacy campaign results and activities. Once the problem statement has been identified to determine what needs to change and a clear understanding of the operating environment has been formed the next step will be to decide how to make the change happen. Firstly, this step entails framing expected results of the advocacy campaign. And lastly to develop a set of activities which will contribute towards achieving the expected outcomes. The objectives of the electoral reform platform, its vision of the expected change and the context analysis will help in framing actions with the most impact. Results are Intended or unintended change What you want to achieve Achievable and measurable change in the short and long term When you have decided what you would like to achieve you then need to decide on the set of actions to carry out to achieve your objectives. Below are elements to consider when reflecting on your actions. Is the proposed action specific enough? How will you in practical terms include the target groups in your actions? Does the proposed activity speak to inclusion issues? Does your budget match the scope of proposed activities? Do your proposed activities provide space to build strategic partnerships? Do your proposed activities allow you to persuade reform opponents? Risk analysis and management An electoral reform platform needs to analyze risks associated with advocacy efforts to be able to mitigate the impact of these risks on the expected change. In this regard, it is critical that the platform assess its organizational capacity to ensure that follow-up and electoral reform advocacy efforts build on existing election observation skill set and expertise. An assessment of the strengths and weaknesses of every member of the platform is therefore essential for the purpose of complementarity. The platform would need to fill in gaps in terms of shortage of expertise. An organizational capacity will inform the composition of the platform. Below are thematic areas that platform members should be experienced in. Key thematic areas. Human rights issues. Inclusion issues. Lawmaking procedures and process. Legislative drafting and review. Policy advocacy. Lobby lawmakers and political actors social media and fact-checking. An assessment of the platform's administrative and financial capacity is also key in the risk analysis. Electoral reform is a long-term process which necessitates long-term engagements on the part of civil society organizations. The platform needs established structures with strong institutional memory. In light of common practice electoral reform platforms typically choose, as the lead organization, an established civil society group with the strongest capacity and institutional memory. These groups usually have adequate human and administrative capacity to coordinate joint efforts of the platform and to manage and account for donor funding. Chapter 5. Developing a Stakeholder Contact List Citizen election observer groups are familiar with the local context and realities. They know the electoral issues. And they also know the players with decision-making powers, those who can make a difference and bring about the change that citizens and society at large want through elections and reforms. Outside and during an election period, civil society groups create and maintain links with a wide range of institutions and actors at national, regional, and local levels. They offer preliminary and final recommendations to relevant stakeholders with a direct or indirect role in elections. The recommendations serve as a basis for enhanced collaboration between citizen observer groups and these actors. It is therefore crucial that observer groups create an essential tool where contacts of their interlocutors can be centralized and accessed for observation and electoral reform advocacy purposes. Citizen observer groups can either create a central stakeholder contact list or a database. The contact list slash database is a resource that contains key contact details of different institutions and stakeholders to whom observer groups addressed recommendations. The resource can also provide contact information of partners and allies in civil society efforts towards electoral reforms. The list or database can be organized in the following way. Institution or stakeholder. What to list. Relevant national-slash-regional-slash-local institutions. Specialized or thematic organizations. International institutions or diplomatic community. Development agencies. Individual officials. What to list. Name of key decision-slash-law-slash-policy Contact persons with facilitating role within target institutions. Officials who are either allies or opponents of the electoral reform process. Any other person with influence and clout. Position. What to list. Position of resource or contact persons within target institutions. Contact details. What to list. Email of resource or contact person. Mobile of resource or contact person. Office line of resource or contact person. Office physical address of relevant institutions. Website. What to list. Website address of relevant institutions. Social media pages. What to list. Facebook page of relevant institutions. Twitter account of relevant institutions. Instagram account of relevant institutions. Resource Box Tool Stakeholder Contact Database, ESA CIFA Toolkit Chapter 6 Resources for Effective Advocacy Fundraising is essential for effective electoral follow-up and reform advocacy. It has been observed that civil society groups, in the past, did not budget for post-election follow-up initiatives. This is somehow attributed to the fact that post-election follow-up is a recent practice. CSOs need to integrate a follow-up component in their electoral support programming from the project proposal development phase. For more credible citizen election observation, civil society groups need to earmark 20-25% to 25% of their electoral support budgets for follow-ups on recommendations. Civil society groups slash coalitions focusing on electoral reform advocacy traditionally mobilize financial resources for post-election engagements. Resources would come in the form of human resources, finances, and technical support. Civil society groups can seek funding from a variety of sources. From the onset, It is essential to establish programming priorities set in strategic-slash-operational plans, nature of support needed and available, and donors' goals and funding priorities. CSOs receive funding from development aid partners focusing on political governance issues. External financial and human resources would usually come from. The United Nations, UN, through the Electoral Assistance Division and UN-specialized agencies like United Nations Development Programme, UNDP funding is channeled. Through multi-donor basket funding mechanisms. Funding is earmarked for elections and political reforms. Intergovernmental organizations, IGOs, like the African Union, (AU), European Union, EU, and regional economic communities, Rex these institutions also have specialized divisions slash departments slash units in charge of political and electoral affairs. Organizations like the EU have established a set of democracy and human rights support instruments for the provision of financial resources to civil society groups as one of the key recipients of electoral reform funding. Individual governments, financial resources are obtained through foreign government development agencies and or embassies. International non-governmental organizations, INGOs based on democracy and electoral support programs, INGOs receive grants from IGOs and individual donor countries to support CSOs or civil society networks. Chapter 7. Possible Advocacy Actions An advocacy program is built on an advocacy plan. The plan will underscore the following elements. Advocacy issues. Target audiences. Position of target audiences. Target audiences communication channels. Measurable objectives per target audience. Key messages for audience. Means to deliver key messages. Necessary resources. TIMELINES AND RESPONSIBLE STAKEHOLDER OBJECTIVES ACHIEVED An advocacy program is made of independent activities and collective engagements. Regardless, civil society groups need to work in close collaboration with relevant actors at various levels. Collaboration is key because the adoption of certain proposed recommendations entails legal amendments. Direct engagements with relevant committees, caucuses, resource persons within parliament as well as with political parties are a must. Just as relevant are public awareness and media campaigns to mobilize citizens around electoral reforms. Ultimately, the balance between grassroots awareness raising and expert advocacy will depend on the political and election context and will change over time, as the electoral reform process unfolds. Below are examples of advocacy activities that civil society groups may consider as they reflect on their post-election engagements. Post-Election Review A post-election review serves as a platform through which all the electoral stakeholders collectively take stock of the technical conduct of an election. Civil society groups can either take the lead in organizing the event or to join in a post-election review hosted by other electoral stakeholders such as the EMB. Ahead of a post-election review roundtable, citizen observer groups need to have presented their final report to key stakeholders, including the EMB and others, widely disseminated their recommendations amongst electoral stakeholders, and ideally have produced a reference document with priority recommendations agreed upon by citizen observer groups as a collective. The post-election review may take the shape of either a broad platform with all the stakeholders involved in the electoral process or a set of roundtables with specific stakeholders. For instance, a coalition of citizen-observer groups may host a roundtable with contesting political parties and independent candidates in the case of a presidential election. They could also gather the EMB and relevant government departments providing direct support to the electoral process. Roundtables, especially, offer the space for in-depth discussion on priority recommendations and to engage key stakeholders on electoral reforms. It is important to note that citizen observer groups must avoid duplication of efforts. They need not engage stakeholders on similar issues on different occasions. EOM Recommendation Validation Workshop This citizen-led initiative takes the form of a roundtable which gathers a coalition of citizen observer groups slash partner civil society groups and the key electoral stakeholder responsible for initiating electoral law reforms. It is usually the EMB that plays such a central role. The workshop provides the space to citizen observer groups, as a collective, to engage the EMB on priority recommendations requiring action. It is also an opportunity for citizen observer groups and the EMB to develop a common understanding of priority recommendations and jointly reach a consensus on these recommendations. Based on consensus concerned stakeholders can draw up an action plan for implementing recommendations and drafting legal amendments. Public awareness campaigns Slogan Do not only think change, also act change. An electoral reform process is generally fueled by domestic and international pressure. Civil society groups need to be clear on the electoral issues and reforms to focus on going forward. It is critical that they demonstrate how proposed recommendations are affixed to existing electoral issues affecting the life of citizens. In this way, civil society groups would stand a good chance to keep citizens mobilized around the change that is most needed. In turn, mass pressure would drive political leadership towards proposed reforms. Mass mobilization necessitates effective public awareness efforts. Civil society groups need to research and gather information on the following target audiences. Target audience information sources. Ways in which target audiences are swayed. Tailored awareness messages. Public awareness activities must be centered on clear and key messages. These messages need to be relevant for specific audiences and responsive to their concerns. Below are aspects to consider for the development of messages. Key message. Aim of recommendations. Target audiences. Key message to target audience. Channel of communication for target audiences. There is a range of public awareness activities to be considered by civil society groups. The below graphic highlights proposed activities. Radio and TV spots. Disseminate key messages around electoral reforms radio and TV debates. Create opportunities for discussion between citizens and experts on key proposed reforms. Social media campaigns. Engage youth based on tailored messages. Public events. Place the campaign at the center of media attention signature petitions. Seek public support for change. Keep pressure on lawmakers. Analysis of legal draft amendments. Civil society groups need to access draft amendments on time to make commentaries. Based on a review of the electoral framework, civil society groups may contribute to improving draft legal amendments that speak directly to their proposed recommendations. An in-house or external specialist with legal background could assess, for instance, a draft electoral law. They can make submission to an existing parliamentary electoral reform committee. Civil society groups would release the results of the legal analysis either during a media event, a bilateral meeting with parliament or a multi-stakeholder meeting. A platform of civil society groups may also opt to draft legal amendments for parliament consideration. In-house or external legal experts contracted by civil society groups would propose draft amendments following the review of existing legislation and gaps identified in their observation reports. For strategic reasons, an electoral reform platform may consider sharing draft amendment laws with the leadership of pro-change parliamentary political parties. Doing so will lessen the risk of not seeing draft amendments introduced before Parliament let alone being passed into law. Public opinion polls Opinion polls are an effective tool that electoral reform platforms can use to gather measurable data on citizens' attitude towards elections, electoral reforms, and the state of electoral democracy in their country. Through the implementation of surveys, civil society groups can seek the view of the general public on key electoral reforms they consider critical and most pressing. They provide a sound statistical basis which civil society groups can support their advocacy actions with and lobby decision and policy makers accordingly. The outcome of the polls can be published and disseminated on websites, social media, and mailing lists to demonstrate the importance and urgency of reforms. Chapter 8. Developing Recommendations Tracking Reports A matrix or database of recommendations offers endless possibilities to citizen observer groups to systematically follow up on their recommendations. The matrix or database provides a way to archive recommendations over time. In a similar way, citizen observer groups also need to create appropriate tools to methodically track the implementation of their recommendations. A tracking system gives citizen observer groups the distinct advantage to monitor, across electoral cycles, the implementation of priority and non-priority recommendations based on the status of implementation. The resource also enables citizen observer groups to keep a watchful eye on recommendations that are yet to be adopted and therefore where civil society groups should focus more in terms of follow-up and advocacy for reforms. In the election reporting citizen-observer groups can also build on previous recommendations that have not been implemented over several electoral cycles without running the risk of contradicting themselves in subsequent mission reports. The matrix or database of recommendations need to be used hand-in-hand with the tracking system. Benefits of a tracking system Monitor implementation of priority and non-priority recommendations across election cycles. Remain watchful of pending recommendations. Maintain pressure and dialogue on recommendations between elections. Change the focus and shape of advocacy efforts for pending recommendations. Prevents observer groups from issuing contradicting recommendations on recurring electoral shortcomings. Strengthens recommendations on recurring vulnerabilities by building on previous ones. Keep the focus of national and international actors on recommendations after the election. Builds over time an institutional memory on adoption of recommendations. Useful baseline for election follow-up and electoral reform advocacy projects. Identifies trends in the types of recommendations that are implemented and not. Useful evidence for future observation initiatives. Offers an overview of trends on a country's electoral practices. Systematic tracking of the implementation of observer recommendations has not been a common practice for civil society groups. Citizen observer groups seldom report on the status of their recommendations. They need to consider reporting on the progress made with the adoption of recommendations by stakeholders as a crucial step in electoral reform advocacy and democracy promotion. Regular reporting on progress with recommendations provides an avenue to convey key messaging on the state of electoral affairs in a country. Tracking the implementation of recommendations is an exercise that can take several forms. Citizen observer groups can undertake it independently of other engagements or do it concurrently with other advocacy actions. They can share updates on findings and progress achieved with the adoption of recommendations on Social media Press communique and releases Mailing list and WhatsApp groups Bilateral and or multilateral engagements In addition to sharing regular updates, citizen observer groups need to develop the habit of releasing reports on the status of implementation of recommendations. The frequency of these reports will be determined based on Levels of stakeholders' sustained interest in the progress reports The impact of the progress reports on stakeholders' attitude towards the pending recommendations The ability of these reports to trigger a change of position The ability of civil society groups to sustain stakeholders and public interest in progress made with the implementation of recommendations. Reports on the implementation of recommendations need to be as concise, analytical, current, and relevant as possible to retain the attention of target audiences. They could focus on the below. Changes in line with specific recommendations. Inclusiveness of the reform process Impact of the way the reform process was conducted Challenges related to the adoption of specific recommendations Continued suitability of pending recommendations Implementation of recommendations as intended by observer groups Next Steps and Way Forward Citizen observer groups and electoral reform platforms can create a recommendation tracking matrix. Below is a 13-heading sample matrix for tracking recommendations developed in the Guide for Citizen Observers on Electoral Reforms. 1. Number of the recommendation, useful for organizational purposes. 2. Date of entry. 3. Organization. That made the recommendation. If you are tracking recommendations of other domestic or international observer organizations. If you are tracking only those of your own CSO, or recommendations between organizations have been harmonized, then this heading is not necessary. 4. Priority Level H-slash-M-slash-L assess how important the recommendation is based on your own CSO's understanding and the original prioritization if any of the organization making the recommendation this should indicate the level of impact the reform will have on the electoral process regardless of the time frame recommendations related to human rights and fundamental freedoms should generally be high priority 5 category categories may include legal framework Election Administration, Voter Registration, Candidate-slash-Party Registration, Election Campaign, Campaign Finance, Media. Women's Participation, Complaints and Appeals, Election Security, Violence, Women's. Participation, PWD, etc. 6. Recommendation include text of the recommendation source document eg final report legal review or other and date seven background what specific problem is this recommendation seeking to address this context should be specified in the observer report which can be referenced in the table eight institution slash individual addressed by the recommendation or the authority responsible for making the change, e.g. Parliament. 9. Legal change. Does this recommendation require change to the Constitution or to legislation? If so, specify. 10. Action taken slash official response. Include date of any action or statement. 11. Further action needed. What remains to be done for full implementation of the recommendation? 12 Inclusivity Which actors were consulted in the decision making and which actors need to be consulted e.g. political parties EMB civil society media 13 Analysis/Notes Include a brief analysis of the response to an implementation of the recommendations by relevant actors The analysis should consider the following AA timing in relation to the next election. AA impact of reaction or non-reaction. AA reasons for delay in response or action. Assessing whether or not the delay is reasonable. During the course of the monitoring, it may be useful to sort the results either by priority level, category, institution addressed or legal change, to understand which type of recommendations are being addressed and which are not this information will contribute to the analysis that cso's include in their periodic reporting resource box tool recommendation tracking tool isa toolkit chapter 9 monitoring a follow-up program to track recommendations monitoring are we doing things right Monitoring can be understood as a continuous, systematic process of information collection throughout the life of an initiative so that you can track progress toward your objectives and take corrective action when you are going off track or when there is little to no performance. Robust monitoring will provide early warning on whether implementation will result in the end goal as planned. Monitoring refers specifically to understanding the pace of implementation, particularly relative to timelines and targets. It also helps track the extent of progress and achievement of objectives in relation to the use of allocated funds. Essential Features of Monitoring 1. Continuous Evidence on Implementation of Planned Action Adjustments to the Scope of the Action Internal Process 2. Regular data collection Focus on activities, outputs, and intermediate results. Data gathering on indicators Monitoring is an integral part of the life cycle of any program-slash-initiative, including a follow-up program. It needs to happen throughout the electoral cycle. Whenever citizen observer groups monitor a follow-up initiative, they indirectly track the adoption of recommendations. This exercise entails the following steps. Target key recommendations whose implementation you aim to monitor. These are recommendations issued by your citizen group as well as by other observer groups. The group may want to identify recommendations from other observer groups that speak to similar issues. Having a set of mutually reinforcing recommendations from yourself and other observer groups will buttress the case of the proposed remedy and strengthen advocacy efforts of civil society at large during the reform process. To further push for the adoption of recurring electoral issues citizen groups may also consider picking similar recommendations made in relation to national, regional, and local elections if these elections are not simultaneously held. Widen the target audience. Observer groups typically address recommendations to specific electoral stakeholders. Engaging a wider and mixed audience is essential in the context of assessing follow-up activities. Citizen observer groups also need to discuss with institutions that are not directly concerned in the recommendations for the purpose of creating slash building alliances and solidarity partnerships around electoral recommendations and reforms. Assess the level of implementation of your priority recommendations. The degree to which recommendations are adopted varies dependent on the type of recommendation, legal requirements for change, the balance of political power, political will for reforms amongst other reasons. Implementation of some recommendations, particularly those requiring legislative change, such as the electoral system, either take long or are left unaddressed owing to lack of political will or because target stakeholders do not perceive the immediate added value of a specific recommendation. An assessment of the status of implementation will provide the necessary insights to citizen observer groups and electoral reform platforms on the complexity of the adoption process. But above all this will help the groups in positioning themselves to lend the support needed for the adoption of specific recommendations. Form a clear understanding of the overall context. A follow-up action is conducted within a given environment. Hence, the context will unquestionably affect the follow-up action and findings on the implementation of observer recommendations. It is critical to understand political dynamics, to ascertain whether priority recommendations were adopted, how they were implemented and whether the implementation process was rolled out within a reasonable time frame and what the change brought about by the priority recommendations or reforms signifies for stakeholders and the public at large. Monitoring a follow-up activity Target key recommendations whose implementation you aim to monitor. Widen the target audience. Assess the level of implementation of your priority recommendations. Form a clear understanding of the overall context. Regardless of the context, citizen observer groups need to bear in mind that a given that it is not always possible to make conclusive assessments on the implementation of recommendations, the review should be seen as indicative rather than definitive. The review should also focus on priority recommendations and those where the lack of follow-up poses the greatest risk to future electoral processes. Citizen observer groups need to develop tools to collect data whenever they engage in a follow-up initiative. Below is the template of a periodic follow-up report developed in the Guide for Citizen Observers on Electoral Reforms. Organization Name Period Covered 1. Summary of follow-up actions. Any recommendations implemented? 2. Actions taken by government agencies. 3. Actions taken by parliament. 4. Actions taken by political parties. 5. Actions taken by election management body. 6. Actions taken by civil society. 7. Actions taken by media. 8. Actions taken by international community. 9. Next steps.